welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. This week's episode is for my teacher friends, but what I'm going to say can probably apply to everyone. I just have been talking with my colleagues and other friends that I have that are teaching all over the country and in other countries as well, and having some of the same conversations and giving some of the same advice. So I wanted to come here and make an episode that could be passed on to maybe people that I'm not talking to in person. So if you know a teacher, please send them this episode and let's support each other. This year is hard. Everything is harder. Grocery shopping is harder. Like all our everyday things are harder. So that makes the baseline of stress higher than it normally is just to start. Then add in if you have kids trying to organize home school learning, making doctor's appointments, like all of those things are just more and more stress. And then throw in teaching. Everything is constantly changing. I know at my school, we are constantly talking about new schedules. Are we going to be distance learning? Are we going to have a hybrid schedule? What do our protocols look like? How are they changing now that numbers are going up, now that numbers are going down? Like it's constant change. And planning for anything in the future, I've taken that out of my mind because everything is constantly changing. So even veteran teachers like myself are feeling like new teachers. So I can't even imagine being a new teacher in time like now. So I think the first thing we need to do is we need to put our hand on our heart, take a deep breath, and say, this is hard, but I can do hard things. We have to take those moments for self-compassion. There is so much to learn. When we're doing distance learning, we're learning about new apps. The lessons that we've been doing forever have to be done in a different way. They don't necessarily translate to being on a computer. Our students are sadder. There's more, there's higher levels of depression. They're not getting the social interaction that they need. Their lives are turned upside down. So schoolwork isn't usually necessarily the first thing on their mind. And we have to take all of that in consideration. So we have to remember that perfection is not the goal. I'm going to say that one more time. Perfection is not the goal. My teacher friends that I have seen going for that perfection have been taken down. It's become too overwhelming and I don't want that to happen to you. So we have to, like I said before, practice self-compassion and also think Keep everything in perspective. Number one should be kids' well-being. We have to make sure that our kids are okay, our students. And that what this means is making them feel heard, seen, and supported. That, that is what's most important. Yes, in my math classes, I want them to get some basic math understanding. I want them to get the concepts that they would get this year. But most importantly, I want them to know that I care and that I'm here to support them 
and that we can get through this and they're going to be okay. That is something I consider in all of my decision making as I'm deciding what lesson to give, if I'm giving homework, how I'm going to give my lesson. That is what I'm keeping in the forefront and I hope that you are too. We want to give them the tools. (laughs) If we focus on giving them the tools they need to be learners, to know themselves as learners, to relearn who they are as learners in this new environment, that is what's going to take them in the future. That That is ultimately what they need because learning how to solve for X, there are lots of Khan Academy videos on that. There are lots of ways that they can get that information again later if they know how. Hi friend, I wanted to take a break from the episode to tell you about a new course I launched called the Mindset Makeover. Are you struggling with your mindset? Are you finding yourself self-sabotaging? Do you struggle with manifesting the life that you want for yourself? I built this course for people who recognize that they are getting in their own way. I talk about limiting beliefs and how to replace them, as well as simple daily practices that you can do to better your mindset. We also dive into self-compassion, mindfulness, meditation, manifestation, and habit hacks. And it's built with busy people in mind. Each section is made of short videos and worksheets that you can do at your own pace. You can learn more about it by clicking on the link in my Instagram bio. All right. Back to the episode. Okay, so working with students is just one part of our jobs. We also work with our colleagues and the parents and our administrators. And one thing that I have noticed, I've seen it before, but I've really noticed it this year, is that when we are stressed, we have a tendency to close up, to go inward, to tighten up, to resist It reminds me of that Buddhist philosophy of an open hand, an open palm, and a closed fist. The closed fist is stress, is fear, is resistance. And the open palm is more flexibility and adaptability. So you want to picture yourself as an open palm and catch yourself when you're closing up. Now, I have caught myself many times this year closing up. Some signs are mm, starting to talk negatively about something, giving a negative opinion about something to a colleague, and I can't believe this, and going down that route, um, immediately thinking an idea is bad, and, and, and saying, no, we can't do that. Um, let's see. Other things that 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 I do is oh well that just proves this you know like those kind of that kind of thinking that is us when we're closed up and more than ever we have to catch ourselves in that and ask ourselves okay what story am I telling myself here and what are other stories that could be true that is where we start to dig deeper and we start to um I'm trying to think of what Brené Brown calls it. We rumble, right? <laughs> we have to we have to rumble with that and we have to catch ourselves and we have to forgive ourselves, but also then to open back up. And so what I've been trying to do in in meetings is when I see that happening is try to make a statement that will help our group to open up. So that is a role that you can play 
in the meetings with your colleagues, with your administrators, is noticing when it can be individuals, but it often is a group, is closing up and shutting down. It's so easy to do that in, in, in stress and in all this change. And, and knowing uh, like a lot, especially if you've been at a school for a long time and, and things have worked so well, like you don't want to give up on things, but you also have to remember that this is just right now just be in the present. It doesn't mean that this will be forever. It doesn't mean that these things are going to change and keep permanent change. So we have to watch out for our own confirmation bias and our own stories and our own closing up. And also we have to recognize that our administrators are under great stress as well. They have a lot of pressure coming to them from like if they're not the top administrator, coming from them, from the board, from parents, nobody's going to be happy, right? Whatever protocol that you do. And so they're balancing all of that. And sometimes, and when we're, when we're under stress, sometimes not our best self can come out. And right, we might have an idea and it might be a good idea and maybe it came across wrong. So just giving a little space giving a little space for assuming best intentions, giving an idea a chance, rumbling in it, and knowing that we can talk things out and also communicating your feelings. Like if you are upset by a decision or um, by the way that someone spoke to you, asking for having a conversation and bring it up. When you did this, it made me feel this way. We have to be open with each other. We have to communicate with love. We have to for our kids, for the students, for education. Okay, so I've talked about how we want to keep our kids well-being number one in our decision and not have perfection as our goal. I've talked about how we want to make sure that we are coming to our meetings with our colleagues and administrators with love and open-mindedness. But now I want to talk about what I think is the most important thing that we need to be doing right now. And that is self-care. This has to be a non-negotiable. You have to be allowing yourself to complete the stress cycle. And you have to figure out what that is for you. Is it painting, singing, hiking, meditating, journaling? If you don't know what it is for you, try these other things. Or even if you do know, try some of these other things and feel how you feel afterwards. We can't have this stress building up inside us and building up and building up and never completing that cycle. You also need to make sure that you're exercising daily. We have to burn up that cortisol that we're creating that's in our body. Like we have to find a way to release that. So if you can get your blood flowing, get a little bit out of breath, that is the best. And meditate. We need to be meditating. This is how you reset and refill and ground. This is where you find your own energy again. And you're able to put out, like release the energy that other people have put on you. Because there are a lot of expectations on us right now. So taking even five minutes a day, although I recommend more like 20. If you take those five minutes, five to 20 minutes, and you're with yourself in silence and peace. And if you say you can't meditate, well, go back to some of my previous episodes on mindfulness and meditation, and I will dispel some of those myths for you. Then 
when you need to be eating nutritiously. It's amazing how much food affects our ability to think and make decisions and respond to stress. And it's amazing at how often we turn to the foods that don't help us when we are feeling our most stressed. I know I, for one, am guilty of craving sugars or alcohol in times of stress, and we need to bring awareness around that. So think about what you're eating, think about what you're consuming, and how it's serving you, and how you feel after you eat it, and make some decisions around that so that you are your best self. If you need help or resources in any of those areas, reach out and connect with me on social media. I run virtual groups where I provide you with workouts you can do from your home, incredible nutrition resources, meditation resources, community, accountability, and of course, my mindset coaching. Our group is all committing to a brand new program in January that will help us take control of our health. So whether you join me or you have something else, your health must be your top priority for you and the young lives that you influence. That depends on it. All right, friend, that is what I have for you today. Be safe out there. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Wear a mask. And if you know other teachers or anyone in general that would benefit from this podcast episode, please pass it on. And if you haven't, scroll back and listen to some of my previous episodes. I'd love to connect with you on social media. I'm on Instagram. It's just my name, Lisbeth underscore Koning. I hope to see you there.